Welcome back to episode 99. It's an off-season edition of B-Ball Bites. Today is July 31st. Episode 100 will be a Q&A slash an NBA mailbag episode, and you can send your questions through to me via the prompts on Spotify or at Alexander J Sports on Instagram. That's J-A-Y. If you're one of our 2,508 listeners from the Australian state of New South Wales, while you're over on Spotify, please consider leaving the show a five-star review. It's been a solid week since we last spoke, and although it's probably the slowest week in the NBA calendar each year, we're starting to build towards the FIBA World Cup at the end of August. Here's everything that happened that mattered over the last week. LeBron James Jr., also known as Bronny James, suffered a cardiac arrest during a practice event at his new USC campus Tuesday US time. He was attended to by team physicians before being transported to hospital. At the time of writing, there's still limited details available except that Bronny's out of ICU, he's out of hospital, and his condition is listed as stable. To be completely clear, a cardiac arrest is when your heart stops beating, usually due to electrical disturbance. It's a separate condition from a heart attack. It's usually pretty critical to start performing CPR or to use a defibrillator to return to a regular heart rhythm before medical support can be rendered. Some NFL fans may remember this happening to Buffalo player Damar Hamlin on the field last season. Weirdly enough, this wasn't the first high-profile cardiac arrest for a member of the USC Trojans. Last summer, Bronny's teammate Vincent Uwachukwu suffered a cardiac arrest during practice as well. He eventually returned to play 14 games last season in a Trojan uniform. Keontae Johnson, who was drafted in the second round by the Thunder this year, also suffered a cardiac arrest while playing in Florida in December of 2020. He would miss two seasons before returning and being drafted. CNN reported a couple of days ago that Bronny started his cardiac screening earlier in the summer and the Echo and the EKG had normal results at the time. USC are preparing for a two-week European tour in August. Jalen Brown has officially agreed to the largest contract in NBA history, a five-year, $304 million Supermax extension after becoming eligible by making the league's All-NBA second team last season. There's no player option, no incentives, it's fully guaranteed. Long-time NBA fans might remember the summer where former Grizzlies guard Mike Conley signed the largest contract. That was five years, $153 million in 2016. How times change, eh? Bobby Marks of ESPN has crunched the numbers and predicts that next season, Celtics teammate Jason Tatum can become eligible for a five-year, $338 million extension, depending on the cap spikes that are predicted. Just hanging on the Celtics for one more moment, and head coach Joe Mazzullo confirmed to the Celtics reporter Brian Robb that Derek White will start at point guard next year with Marcus Smart no longer on the roster. The NBA sent a memo to all 30 teams this week spurred by Damian Lillard's management allegedly calling teams saying the future Hall of Famer would not play anywhere else except in Miami. Essentially, this is the league saying to Lillard's management, please stop doing that, we can technically discipline you. Dame's management denies making these heavily reported claims. The Atlanta Hawks and the Orlando Magic are heading to Mexico City, Mexico on November 9th. Mexico City has so far hosted 31 games since 1992. Atlanta has never made the trip to the city. Some consider Mexico City an outside chance at expansion inside the next decade. If you're really starved for games, there are a few pro-am leagues on at the moment across the United States. Milwaukee guard Marjan Beauchamp made headlines yesterday in the crossover pro-am. That's Jamal Crawford's pro-am league in Seattle. Beauchamp scored 83 points. Marshawn was drafted in the first round of 2022. He played 50-something games for the Bucks last season, averaging 5.1 points a game. 
Serbian Alexei Pokashevsky is set to miss the FIBA World Cup. Poku is reportedly still rehabbing a small upper arm fracture. Serbia are now missing five of their hopeful rotation players with Nikola Jokic and former EuroLeague MVP slash champion Vasilya Mircic also sitting out. Puerto Rico will also miss Pelican Jose Alvarado. He's been ruled out with a stress reaction in his lower leg. Alright, to some player movements now, none of them really major. The Lakers have signed forward Alex Fudge to a two-way deal. Undrafted out of Florida this year, Fudge averaged 10 minutes and 3 points a game in the Summer League. Los Angeles had to waive Cole Swider for that last roster spot. Swider played 7 games for the Lakers last season, scattered throughout the time. The Pacers have also brought back forward Kendall Brown on a two-way. He played 6 games for Indiana last year. The Pistons signed Xavier Simpson to a one-year deal in Detroit. Simpson played four games with OKC in the 21-22 season, but he averaged 17 points a game last year in the G League. Thanasis Antetokounmpo, brother of Giannis, will stay in Milwaukee on a new deal. And finally, Udonis Haslam officially retired from the NBA. Haslam played all 20 years in Miami after going undrafted in 2002. He averaged about 25 minutes a game in each of Miami's three championship seasons, 2006, 12, and 13. Haslam broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for the oldest person to play in the NBA Finals when he played less than a minute in the Game 3 loss against Denver. 42 years, 363 days old. That's it for the off-season edition today, July 31st of B-Ball Bites. As mentioned, our next episode is a Q&A mailbag episode. We've already got plenty of questions across Spotify and via Instagram. Send me whatever. I don't care. There's nothing to talk about this time in the NBA. I'm running out of content. As always, remember to follow your passion. Uh, We'll talk soon, guys. Thanks.